Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone's doing fantastic on this mm, amazing, terrific, tremendous Tuesday. Well... It's a rainy Tuesday where I'm at, somewhere outside of Big Bear, California, I think, on the other side of a mountain. And I was actually supposed to be bringing you all a very special guest this evening. One of my former protégés, now international, um, internationally known expert in the area of burnout and compassion fatigue for social workers and other helping professionals, Beverly Kyer. Beverly's traveling around the world now teaching teaching social workers and other helping professionals how to uh, cope with burnout. And I was going to go, I am actually en route to go hang out with Beverly this evening. But when I looked on the uh, GPS earlier, it was like, 30 minutes and then when I got on the road it said two hours and I was like oh my gosh two hours and then I called Beverly I'm like sister girl I'm not gonna be able to make it and so we were talking on the phone I'm like all right I'm coming because she's going to Africa and she's gonna be teaching blah 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 so God has a reason for all things so I took a beautiful drive it has been raining but I knew that I better not try to do the daily dose while I was driving on the roads I was driving on because I figured Mimi might be watching this evening and she would be all stressed out knowing that I'm driving on the side of this mountain, two lanes, around all these curves. So I pulled over, saw Starbucks stock, I could probably get a pretty good signal. And lo and behold, since Beverly's not going to be with us this evening, Sarah sent me a question that I thought I would talk about real quick because I got to get on the road because I haven't eaten today and it's time to eat. I'm hungry. So Sarah asked about an adopted 14-year-old who, um, okay, so follow this. First of all, this child, this young man goes into care, right? First break. Adopted by a very conservative, Sarah says somewhat rigid family. Um, eventually he runs away, gets in trouble. Second break. So let's see. Let's let's call the second break just being in a family that's probably not very warm. Hey there, Mimi. Let's call the third break the family relinquishes. Fourth break, Sarah's daughter here. Well, not fourth break. So Sarah's daughter hears the young man saying he wants to be adopted in school, and she tells her mom and dad, and they feel like this is God speaking to them, which it was God speaking to you. And so they reached out to this kiddo, and they were able to adopt him, and I'm assuming his little brother's pretty long uh, question, so I didn't, I had to just skim it. So, turns out, their worst fear for him is getting in trouble with the law. Well, he's got a history of stealing. He steals something. He gets in trouble. The prosecutor's saying, look, we just need you to admit it. We just need you to, you know, pay it back, put it back, whatever it is, and it's not going to go any further. Well, he continues to deny that he did it. Everyone knows that he did it. He knows that he did it. But he can't admit it. He swears he didn't do it. So now it's going to the prosecutor. Now it's going to cost a lot more money. It's going to cost him a lot more money, Sarah says. And I shall be safe, Mama Wilma. Um, and Sarah's like, what do we do? And if 
finally, what is an appropriate consequence? He doggies. I think I have cellular reactions to situations like this. In fact, I know I do. I feel it all through my body. So think about this. I'm just going to start from the. I'm going to start from the end, and we're going to work backwards. If a kid has been rejected once, he's been rejected twice, and he's probably been rejected multiple times in 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 that span of time. And now he's in a family where he's probably feeling pretty loved and feeling pretty safe and pretty comfortable. Hey, Kevin. Um, he cannot tell the truth about something that he did wrong. And the reason is, listen to this very clearly, because Big Papa's gonna, he's, Big Papa's gonna reveal a truth to you about children who still much like much the same as children who lie. That no one else is going to tell you about. When you've lied. So he stole something. Now he's lying about it. Stealing is a whole other thing. Let's talk about the lying. When you lie. For an adopted child. For a foster child. Because this is National Adoption Awareness Month. You lie because you are stressed. When you are stressed, Your brain stem gets stirred up. What's in your brainstem is every trauma and painful experience you've ever lived before. It is like post-traumatic stress disorder. And that's not Big Papa post. That means following the trauma. So when someone comes to you and says, now tell me the truth. You are stressed the hell out. And the reason this young man cannot tell you the truth is because he is terrified he is going to lose his home. Let me say that again. He's terrified. He's not afraid that he's going to get a spanking. He's not afraid that something's going to be taken away from him. He's not afraid he's going to lose his Game Boy. Stuff that parents do. Sit in his room for a week. Mm -mm. It's so much. He is afraid that he is going to lose his family. He cannot tell the truth in the presence of being forced with the threat of losing his family. He cannot do it. What do you need to do? You need to give him a hug. You need to say everything is okay. Everything is going to be okay. We're going to love you. And you need to say, you know what? We will deal with it. It's not important if you did it or if you didn't do it. We're going to just deal with it. And it might cost you a few bucks. And sometimes people get wrongfully committed of crimes they did not commit. Just watch the news. Every day someone's being let out of prison from DNA testing that proves they didn't do something that they were accused of. So I'm sorry, son. So something that you didn't do, go along with it. It doesn't matter. We apologize that you're going to get accused of doing something that you probably didn't do. We stand behind you 100%. So you're going to have to pay some money, but we'll deal with it. Move on. Move on. Move on. Deal with it. Move on. Get over your fear about him being involved with the legal system because there's a high likelihood with a kid who's been in and out and broken adoptions and foster care since, uh, you know, since the time he was, it was a baby. Now he's 14 years old. There's a very like a very high likelihood that later in life, something bad could happen. And he could end up in jail. So just get over it. Jail's not the end of the, not the end of the world. So 
What you're telling him, though, what you're telling him is that we love you, period. And we don't like that this thing came up missing, but we love you, period, and we're going to deal with it as a family, and your love is intact, and so let the consequences fall where they may. So then Sarah said, well, what's an appropriate consequence? Listen, he's living his freaking appropriate consequence. Stop thinking about consequences. The kid's life has been one freaking consequence after another. This is what people do not get. And I know you're just asking, Sarah, but it's just one of those little issues that's near and dear to my heart. So Big Papa gets a little bit passionate. People forget that you cannot consequence a child and cause him any degree of pain remotely close to the pain of losing his biological family, then the adoptive family, then, you know, whatever, every other loss that goes along with those losses. You cannot consequence this child enough to match that pain and that loss. So stop. Consequences is not the answer. If you're giving a child who's stressed out and confused and distorted in his thinking and he's got suppressed short-term memory, you're trying to give him a consequence. This is what we're doing. We're trying to give the child a consequence to get him to think about his behavior. Listen, the child's stressed out. His thinking's confused and distorted. His short-term memory's suppressed. He ain't gonna learn nothing anyway. He's stressed out. Stop thinking about consequences. He's living his consequence. The terror he's living with is his consequence. Just love him. Move on. Get the situation behind you. And I swear to you, Sarah, I swear to you, he is praying every night to just let the situation pass over. I had a situation similar when I was a kid. Did something I wasn't supposed to. And I lied about it. And I kept lying about it, and I kept lying about it, kept lying about it, kept lying about it. Mom and Dad, they were going to get an attorney, and they were going to sue the school. Finally, I was in the bathroom one day. I was on my hands and knees in front of the toilet, and I was praying to God, God, please just let me get through this situation, please. I was sweating bullets because I knew I was going to get my ass tore up by my daddy. But I was just... I was just racked with fear and anxiety. And finally, I went and admitted, I went and admitted that I had did the thing that I wasn't supposed to do. I mooned some kid at school. Not once, but twice. Used to do it all the time. Me and another buddy. Anyway, that's a whole nother story for Big Papa. So, I didn't even think I got a whipping. The consequence for me was the anxiety and the fear leading up to the moment. That's the pain. The children, the children you're raising, they've already suffered. They've already suffered. They don't need more punishment, guys. They don't need more punishment. These children have already suffered. You have children. Yes, God put it on your heart to, to provide for these children, but they have already suffered. That does not alleviate them for the, from the suffering of their lives, from the insecurity of their lives, from the core, the core inadequacies and insecurities that they live with every single freaking day. They have suffered. They have suffered. Consequences do not teach children anything. Love does. Love your son. In any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from the same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. We can keep doing it because that's what everyone else does. They do it. They do it. They do it. They do it. 
and they keep getting the same results or we can stop. We can take three to ten deep breaths and we can choose love and we can have clear thinking and we can have an available short-term memory and we can do something different. So I hope that's helpful, Sarah, and I hope that's helpful for the rest of you guys. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. I know you remember, Mama. I know you remember. I'm going to hit this road, go spend some time with Beverly Kyer and get some food. Big Papa, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Actually, I might not talk to you tomorrow because I'm going to be on a plane. I think I'm going to be on a plane when it's uh, Daily Dose time. So if you don't hear from me, you'll probably hear from Christy. Otherwise, I'll catch you the day after, which is Thanksgiving Day. And I might not catch you then because I could be sleeping. That's just telling the truth. Mwah, mwah.